I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito, thanks for being here. Hey, what we're talking about today are the causes of most chronic health conditions. And as I've said many times, we always try to get to the cause of your healthcare problem and not just treat the symptoms. And when it comes to health, chronic, chronic conditions, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, I'm not saying I have a cure for any of these. But statistically, if you eat a good diet, keep the nervous system healthy, keep the digestive system healthy, statistically, you're going to lower your risk of getting a disease than if you don't. And we said in the first part of the show that heavier you are, the higher the risk of getting it's a, a chronic disease. And so when you're very obese, morbidly obese, your risk of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, uh, Crohn's, colitis, your bowel syndrome, autoimmune diseases, thyroid issues, skyrocket. I'm not a gambling man. Years ago in Vegas, uh, if I go to a casino, and they used to use coins. I don't know if you're old enough to remember that. And I would walk through the casino looking on the ground for quarters. And one time I found like $1.25, and I was like, I scored big, baby. I won. So I'm not a gambling man, and I'm certainly not going to gamble on my health. And you don't have to gamble on your health. If you gamble at casinos, you don't have to gamble on your health. So don't take that risk. So we're talking about things that can increase your risk of, of chronic diseases. This, I think, is one of the biggest, if not the biggest. And that's doctors need to learn about nutrition and alternative therapies. It saddens me that patients come to us all day, every day. We have in Marietta, in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. And it saddens me that patients come to me, and they've been to other doctors, and they say, I have acid reflux, there's nothing that can be done. Had a gal the other day, uh, horrible ADD, nothing can be done. Guy with seizures and dizziness, doctors don't know what's causing the seizures, nothing can be done. And then we look at them, and we do an analysis, and we check the nervous system, we check their digestive system, we check their diet. And I say, I can't promise anything. And I can't. I don't, not every patient gets well under our care. But what if we did this? What if we fixed the diet? What if we fixed uh, the nutrition? What if we fixed the digestive system? And when we do, in most cases, they see some good positive results. Sometimes 100% results. But those are issues that we need to look at. So I wish doctors would learn more about nutrition and alternative therapies. But you know why? There's no money in it. My, some of my friends are surgeons. They do a surgery, a back surgery, a couple of hours, eight hours, six hours, five hours, whatever. $50,000, $100,000. I can sell you a lot of supplements, and we don't get good results. Uh, we get great results, but we don't make a whole lot of money. And so that's where the issues come in. There's not a lot of money coming in when, when you start looking at natural and alternative health therapies. Chiropractic care, most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. So you would think logically that you should get chiropractic care if you have back pain. That should be the first portal of entry. All doctors should say start with chiropractic care. Now, we can't fix everybody, but we can fix a lot of them. So why don't we do that? 
Not a lot of money in it. It's not taught in medical school. Nutrition, almost zero nutrition is taught in medical school. Okay? Almost zero nutrition is being taught in medical school. And I have so many medical doctors come to me and say, you know, Dr. Joe, I want you to do nutrition analysis for me, my wife, my family, my patients. And I'll ask them, what do you know about nutrition? And 100% of them say, we got no nutrition in medical school. We got maybe one hour of nutrition in medical school. It was an elective class. And so it worries me that the number one cause of chronic diseases is on the end of your fork. And doctors are taught zero about how to deal with that. Now, it's not their fault. It's the system. They're not taught it. It's not something that's discussed. Every now and then, you'll have a rogue doctor break off and study a little bit about nutrition, and I love that. But I've been studying biochemistry, nutrition, chiropractic, digestive issues, the nervous system for 40 years, every day. Not a day goes by that I'm not doing some type of research. And I still learn stuff every day. So I really think one of the issues why we have such a, this rampant uh, chronic diseases is that doctors don't know how to treat the cause, but they know how to treat the symptoms my opinion, but we look at overprescribed medication, we look at acid reflux medications, proton pump inhibitors, antidepressants, antibiotics, medications to manage other medications. How many people do that? You take a medication to manage another medication. I'm not saying medication is bad. I think it's amazing, and I think it's great, but there's no money in not taking medication. Now, I don't know if that's going to change anything, but I think that's one of the reasons why we have so many, so many chronic diseases. Other reasons we have chronic diseases. Science, I put that in quotes, has replaced good fats with bad fats. Research known as the seven, ca- uh, seven Country Study was conceived by the late Ansel Keys, a uh, physiologist who promoted processed polyunsaturated fats over natural dietary fats. And that became a big issue. It came back, the study was done in 1958 and was intended to identify dietary patterns that impact heart disease. So we said, okay, cut out the saturated fat, cut out the animal products, let's go to polyunsaturated fats. And that was all the buzz, vegetable oils. Well, turns out, didn't work out so well. The results of the study that he did changed the government dietary recommendations for decades, and the recommendations to eliminate certain fats, good fats from your diet, uh, were part of that. Along with the addition of processed polyunsaturated fats to replace natural fats, the food industry, all, food industry also started adding sugar and whole grains to processed foods. And we talked about that, how that stimulates the pleasure centers in your brain, and you get high from it. So instead of helping decreasing heart disease, it actually increased many people's risk of coronary heart disease. And the replacements led to changes such as LDL, low-density lipoproteins, high-density lipoproteins, and triglycerides being all out of whack. Diets high in sugar may induce other abnormalities associated with elevated cholesterol levels, including elevated glucose, insulin resistance, uh, uric acid buildup, glucose intolerance, uh, insulin and leptin resistance. Again, I've broken down those in other shows. And the big one, which I found, is non-alcoholic fatty liver. And this is interesting. When I went to school, we were taught that if you have fatty liver, the person's an alcoholic. That's it. End of story. I went to school a long time ago. Now we see something non-alcoholic fatty liver come up, this condition come up everywhere. And it comes from a bad diet. 
And the liver, you can actually look at the liver under a microscope, and it looks like, like marbled meat has streaks of fat in it. One of the big causes of this is high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup has to be converted. Fructose, the sugar, has to be converted into glucose, which is the form of sugar that we use in our diet and in our bodies. In the process of converting fructose into glucose, we create something called uric acid. It's a waste product. Uric acid gets in your joints and it hurts. Now, as a pain management expert, as a chiropractor, as a nutritionist, as a non-surgical orthopedist, as a pain, again, board certified in pain management, I want to get you out of pain. That's why we do a nutritional consultation on every one of our patients. So if you're eating high fructose corn syrup, converting it, fructose converting it to glucose, uric acid is a byproduct that gets in your joints and it hurts. Uric acid also prevents the body from producing something called nitric oxide or slows down the process. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. It increases circulation. It is vital. And as we get older, our nitric oxide levels plummet. So we've got to get the nitric oxide levels up. And we can do that. I take a supplement, a nitric oxide supplement. It's on our website, drjoe.com. I take it every day. Because as I get older, I want to make sure my circulation is doing the best it possibly can. So I take the nitric oxide supplements every day. You probably should too, unless you have low blood pressure. And if you're taking erectile dysfunction medication, the little blue pills, don't take nitric oxide on the same day you take the little blue pill. It's my little warning there. But nitric oxide for most people works great, gives you lots of energy, makes your brain work better. One of my secrets is I take nitric oxide right before I do a lecture or a show. Because I don't know what kind of questions are going to come in. I don't know what I'm going to be faced when I get behind the microphone and I want my brain working the best it possibly can. And nitric oxide is one of my secrets. It's on the website, drjoe.com. But uric acid prevents nitric, prevents, uh, nitric oxide production. And then in the process, the liver is trying to process all the sugar and it can't get it done fast enough. So the liver says, I got to put this stuff somewhere. I'll get to it later. So I'm going to store it. I'm going to put it in a closet and get to it later, all this, this, this processing of, of sugars. And it stores it in the liver. And that becomes fatty liver. So bad food, processed foods, high fructose corn syrup, or high fructose anything, convert then into fatty liver. And that's one of the causes of fatty liver. And it's diet-induced. A diet high in added sugars is found to increase a threefold risk of death due to cardiovascular disease. Fatty liver, high blood pressure. It's hard to cut out the sugars. I get it. And the reason it's hard to cut out the sugars is sugar stimulates a part of your brain called the nucleus acubens. And the nucleus acubens get you high. It releases dopamine. And dopamine is that pleasure neurotransmitter that we all love so much. And so when you eat sugar, the nucleus acubens kicks in, and other parts of the brain too, and kicks in and produces the, 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 the dopamine. And you're getting high from it. And it's a wonderful feeling. And that's why you can't eat just one. And that goes for potato chips and cookies and cakes and donuts and breads and pastas in my life. As soon as I have sugar, I want more. It's just that simple. Even if it's gluten-free and vegan and cupcakes or something. And I eat one of those, and man, I want two more of those. I want five more of those. Because we all like pleasure, and you're getting high from it. And so it's really hard. You're caught in a trap, as Elvis Presley said in that one famous song, right? Caught in a trap. And... The more sugar you eat, the higher you get. Then you come off your high, you need more sugar to get high again, just like any other drug. So as a result of new processed foods, the average Americans develop a sweet tooth so strong 
that many experts believe that we're consuming about 130 pounds of sugar per year per person. Now, if you're a 130-pound person, you're consuming the weight of yourself. That's crazy. Sugar's become so cheap and so ubiquitous, which means it's everywhere. It's, ne- it's in nearly every processed and ultra-processed food. Yeah, it's cheap, it's easy. And then high-fructose corn syrup is cheaper still and sweeter still. So if I'm making something I want you to buy, I'm going to add more of the things that are going to drive you to eat more of it. High high fructose corn syrup is the perfect solution to that. Cheaper, sweeter. Now, yeah, it can lead to uric acid issues, circulation issues, brain damage, sexual dysfunction, fatty liver. I don't really care if I'm selling you a product. I care that you buy my product. My job is to get you to care about your health. Their job is to get you to buy the products. And we talked about how good fats have been replaced with bad fats. According to USDA, consumption per year of added fat oil rose by 30 pounds between 1970 and 2010. The amount of saturated animal fat declined, but the rate of vegetable fat and seed oils increased. So these are the industrial oils that are likely the majority of of causing of diseases in the country. Because we said earlier that canola oil, corn oil, um, uh, uh, Soy oil, they're very high in omega-6 fatty acids. And omega-6 fatty acids cause inflammation in the body, and we've done shows on inflammation in the past, and they're so dangerous. They're cheap. They're dangerous, though. Peanut oil, same thing. So please, try to use as little oil as humanly possible. If you are going to use oil, make sure it's like an organic uh, uh, avocado oil, those are better choice. Coconut oil, it's still a saturated fat, but it's a different type of saturated fat, so it's not quite as bad as animal uh, proteins, uh, animal fats. If you're going to use olive oil, make sure it's extra virgin organic. But we really want to start cutting those oils out of our diet. And it's so prevalent in modern diets that it is now one of the leading causes of disease. So don't eat oil if you can. And fried foods, you just got to cut them out of your diet, folks. It just is what it is. Because no matter how good the oil, when you fry something, uh, extra molecules of hydrogen are added to that oil, and the oil becomes toxic. It becomes super saturated with uh, hydrogen molecules. It becomes a hydrogenated oil. That's what it is. Hydrogenated oil means we super saturate it with hydrogen molecules, and those are some of the worst oils in the world. They cause inflammation. They lead to heart disease and diabetes and cancer and uh, Alzheimer's. They can. Since they should, they can. And we know that when we cut those out of our diet, the better off we are. What's the problem with that? Fried food tastes good. I love fried food. Who doesn't love fried food? So you just have to say, here's the sentence I want you to know. Say, I don't eat that. Just that simple. I don't eat that. I don't eat animal products. I've been a vegan now for, vegan plant-based for about 35 years. And I was at a party the other day, and I paid a lot of money to go to this event. And it was $85 a person. And they had a dinner buffet, and they had booze. They had beer and wine available for free as part of your entry fee. And the only thing I was able to eat, which still wasn't the best thing, was uh, some uh, stir-fried rice and uh, some other vegetables. They had a big salad there covered in cheese. So I ate before I went. I kind of knew this was going to happen. But I just said, I don't eat the meat and the pasta. I don't eat the pork rolls that they had. I don't eat the salad with the cheese on it. So you just have to take on this sentence in your life and say, I don't eat that. I just don't eat it. 
there's always something for you to eat. There was a little uh, crudite table out there, I guess it was. And it had some gluten-free crackers and some regular crackers and some grapes and some fruit. I could have had that, worst case scenario. But here's a little trick that I do. In my car right now, I have a big bag of cashews, you know, portable bag of cashews. And I've got some trail mix. So should there be an emergency and there's absolutely nothing for me to eat, I can always eat a bag of cashews and I'm not going to starve. I didn't go to this event for dinner. I went to the event to make connections and it was kind of fun. Jeff Foxworthy was the, the host, uh, uh, the MC of the party, the master of ceremonies. And I walked up to him and said, hey, Jeff, Joe Esposito. He's Dr. Joe, I listen to you all the time. And uh, you know, he looked at my date and he says, Dr. Joe, have you got her eyes checked? And he looks at her and goes, sweetheart, can you see anything? Do you know who your date is? So it was kind of fun. Jeff Foxworthy, you know, ripped on me a little bit. It was kind of fun. So, but the point is that I went there for the party. I didn't go there for the food. And so you just have to make better decisions about that because food is the driver of chronic degenerative diseases in modern civilization. And it, there, we call for the inundation of Western diets with harmful oils to be banned. That's what I'm calling for. It's not going to happen, but it can happen for you. You can make better decisions. Other things that are drivers in chronic diseases is the new trend, and I'm going to buck my own people here, is fake meat. It turns out that fake meat is better than regular meat, but it's still not a health food. And a good example is this. There's a, uh, a very famous burger place. There's a couple around Atlanta now, and they're all vegan. And I had it once. It was at a food truck at an event, and it was spectacular. And it was so flavorful. And I thought, I can't wait to go back to this place. So many, many, many years had passed. And I said, I was in an area, downtown Atlanta, and I said, I'm going to go and get one of these burgers. And I got it, and it was a vegan a Hawaiian bun, and it was uh, it, it had vegan sauce on it, and it wasn't nearly as good. So the quality had gone down dramatically. Um, but after I ate it, I felt so heavy and so fat and so bloated. Oh, there are French fries with it too. So I had there's about a handful of French fries. So I said, I'll eat these. What the heck? And I just didn't feel good for about two days. So what happens is this. When you start eating well and you start changing your diet, your taste and your craving for these bad foods goes away. And when you do expose yourself to that, again, this was fake meat. It wasn't, it was all vegan. I just didn't feel good. So be careful with the fake, meat, fake meats. They're ultra processed foods. Those are, the, of course, the enemies of good health. And even increasing the risk of premature death by 62% when you eat these ultra processed foods. Now, a plant-based diet is still better than a non-plant-based diet. They're talking about ultra processed standard American diet foods. But here's the thing. If you're going to eat fake meat, I'm going to recommend you do the non-soy version because what they do is they do something called textured soy protein. They process the soy, and when they process it, it gives it a, a meaty texture to it. It's not good for you. In fact, it's very high in glutamic acid, and glutamic acid is an excitotoxin to the brain. It causes the brain to fire faster than it's supposed to and can actually damage the brain. So if you're going to do the fake meats, I recommend you do the pea protein not the soy proteins, and that's a better choice. Some of the fake meat products use genetically modified soy, and that's another reason why you shouldn't do it. So listen, I'm not against soy. If you want to eat soy, absolutely positively knock yourself out. Make sure it's organic. 
That's all I ask. Soy is great. It has phytonutrients in it. It can help balance uh, hormone issues with phytoestrogens. That's a whole nother lecture. But if you're going to do soy, it's got to be organic. Don't do the, the genetically modified soy. Not a fan. Now, you're at a Thai restaurant. You're going to get some vegan Thai food. It has a little bit of tofu in it. That's not the end of the world. 80% of what you eat is important. The other 20%, or even 10 uh, say 90%. The other 10%, don't worry about that. Worry about your 80 or 90%. Worry about doing all the things that you can do to get well and stay well. And the three things you need to get well and stay well are a normally functioning nervous system, a normally functioning digestive system, and good nutrition. If you do 80 to 90% of your diet of your life based on that, the other 10% you can screw up and you're probably not going to have a really bad adverse effect. What will happen, though, is once you get healthy, you don't want to go back to that lifestyle. Like I had that veggie burger. I just didn't feel good afterwards, so I'm not going to go there anymore. But the nervous system controls everything. Your brain is sending messages down your spine, out your nerves to every cell in the body, the heart, the lungs, the liver, the spleen. Every cell has to have some communication with the brain one way or another or else you're dead. So if you have a pinched nerve, some of the signs might be neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, sciatica, numbness, tingling, muscle weakness. Chiropractic care is the most effective, least expensive treatment for those types of cases. Now, can it help 100%? No, it can't. But if we can't help you in our offices, we can always refer you to doctors that we work with, a neurologist, an orthopedist, a neurosurgeon, a physiatrist, a physical therapist. But most of the time, you get the best results with my doctors. My doctors, I feel, are some of the best in the world. They're handpicked by me, they're trained by me, and they're my personal doctors. So if I don't trust my doctors taking care of me, I don't trust them taking care of you. So if you'd like to make an appointment to come see me and my doctors, in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Go to our website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com, and we'll set you up. An, you can set up an appointment right online or call us. We accept people with all insurances. It depends if your insurance covers us. We accept you. If it doesn't, we have cash plans available, payment plans available. Many times, it's cheaper to not use your insurance because the insurance companies have gone totally out of control. Five, $6,000 deductibles, $50, copays. They don't want you to go to the doctor. So many times, it's cheaper just to see us than even use your insurance. So if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com. If you don't have insurance, that's fine too. Uh, I'd say 40% of our patients don't have insurance. We have cash plans available, extremely affordable. Let's get that nervous system working. I believe that's the missing link in healthcare, is doctors learning about alternative therapies, like what we do, and then referring to the doctors that do alternative therapies. And if we do introduce that, I believe we can really knock out a huge chunk of our healthcare crisis that we have right now. It's, not a, it's a sick care crisis. I shouldn't say healthcare crisis, sick care crisis. So if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com, what we do we do a consultation exam, x-rays, first treatment, and then on a follow-up visit, uh, go over all our findings and a complete nutrition evaluation. Normally, the cost for that is $712. We've reduced that for our listeners to $299. That's crazy inexpensive. X-rays alone in any place else are probably going to cost you more. But we do not only the quality work, but we also do nutrition evaluation. I've heard no, I don't know of anybody who actually does a nutrition evaluation the way we do because we want to make sure you have the nutrients to heal. Regardless of how good your, your surgeon, your neurosurgeon is, your vascular surgeon, your medical doctor, your gynecologist, no matter how good they are, if you don't have the nutrients that the body needs to heal, you're not going to get all the results that you can get. And that's why a lot of doctors refer their patients to us to do a nutrition evaluation. 
check the nervous system, check the digestive system, and we work together. We co-manage the cases. So if you'd like to make an appointment, you can do it right online, drjoe.com. Listen, if you like what you hear, we post every single day on social media. So follow us at Dr. Joe Esposito, all one word, at Dr. Joe Esposito. If you're a podcast junkie, type in Dr. Joe for the health of it. Dr. Joe for the health of it. And we have hundreds of hours of podcasts. Or you can use our website as a referral source. Just type in what you're looking for, diabetes, heart disease. And we've probably done a podcast or a show for it. And the website again, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about the show. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.